I'm joined by the CEO of Podex. His name's Stefan Rossell. He's over in Sweden. Stefan, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very well, very well. Good. Now, Stefan, you came onto Pod News' radar about April last year when we wrote about the fact that there's a new podcast investment company that's launched in Sweden mm. called the Podex Group. And your goal was to invest into international podcast IP rights and offer financing, business development, internationalization and commercialization to emerging podcast producers and creators. So that was the background to it. And we were like, oh, that sounds very interesting. And subsequent to that, you got very active. So you started to get into buying companies in France like Nouvelle Uquette and companies in the UK like Goldhawk Productions. But before we get into some of those stories, take us a step back. What is your background and how did you come about forming PodX? Well, I've, I worked in media for the past 20 years and I've been leading the operations for Viacom, uh, Proceven Satines, Discovery, and last, before I founded Podex, Bauer Media here in, in the Nordic market. Yeah. So, so, very big group. Uh, yeah. And uh, during that time, the last five years, I was really driving the digital and the podcast agenda within Bauer internationally and uh, mission the importance of radio companies embracing and developing their digital future. So, so that's sort of my background and my thinking behind Podex. Now, who are your co-founders in the business then? It's uh, Patrick Svensk, who's been a TV man, you could say, he's built Zodiac, which is today a part of uh, Barry J and uh, Nice Entertainment for the Viaplay group. And also uh, Frederick Said, who comes from Acast and is really the one of us who has the most sort of international podcast background. So, so Patrick, he has built, if you like, something like Podex in the TV world. And Frederick has been an important part of the international expansion of Acast. And I've been working with audio entertainment for most of my work life. So given what I said right at the beginning, that your goal is to help emerging podcast producers, creators with finance as well as IP rights. Mm. What is your business model then? What is Podex's model? What we like to do is, is to build a world-leading international podcast collective, if you like, a collective or a group of the best, including the best podcast uh, creators in the world. We think that by bringing them together, they will become stronger, learn from each other, take each other's formats international and really... Because the background is really that we see that many of the podcast businesses are very small but very talented, but together they will become stronger. So the business model is really to invest in these companies and to become a majority shareholder. It's not because we want everyone to become the same. Everyone will keep their mm -hmm. brands, their podcasts, their culture, uh, their language, their nationality. But if we can consolidate this in one group, we think that the sense of belonging to one group and the, the what you say, the will to actually help each other will be much stronger. So we become majority shareholders of the businesses that we invest in. And the founders of those businesses become minority shareholders of Podex. So that's why we believe it's truly a collective. I mean, if in a few mm. years time, podcast creators from all over the world will together own maybe half of Podex. In the Web 1.0 world, I used to work for a company called CMGI based out of Boston. I was their marketing director. 
And we had a very similar model. We had Alta Vista, Two Rome, Navio. I mean, we had about 60 companies eventually within the portfolio. Mm-hmm. And the synergy that those companies brought each other was what raised the value. I think yeah. CMGO has raised to over a billion dollars. I, I guess what you're saying is the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. It's the PodX family mm. together will make a stronger proposition. No. How do you fund and finance it? We're financed and funded by a company called Kalbo, an investment company. So they are the majority shareholder now of Podex and provide the financing for the investments that we do. And we're not necessarily uh, looking for um, an advertising network. We are very neutral when it comes to business models. I mean, we see that there is an advertising business model. There is a subscription business model out there. There are commissioners ordering and asking for content from podcast creators. There are branded podcasts. So there are multiple business models around podcasting at the moment. And we don't know, and I don't think anyone knows, which of those will grow the fastest and be most successful. I think that many of these models will exist in parallel. And Mm -hmm. if you compare with the television and other medias. So it's very important for us to say that we like podcast companies that do great content and that have found a business model that works for them. And it's not necessarily the same business model as another company that we invest in. So that's how we think around that. So given that you've got quite a large portfolio now and quite a diverse portfolio, I mean, you've got Mm -hmm. companies in Argentina now, and and recently you acquired the one in Finland. How do you determine which one to go mm. for next you know do you just say right italy's a market we want to be in let's go and find a player or, or do you go and find a company first that just happens to be in another country what's the criteria for acquiring the next company very relevant question and something that we talk about a lot but we have decided to limit ourselves to europe primarily and latin america and we believe mm. Uh, for business purposes very much in in big languages that could reach many people English being the most important one, but also Spanish and French. So we believe very much in the greater markets in Europe and Latin America with a lot of people and big languages. So that's sort of the frame. But within that frame, we are looking for very creative and successful companies when it comes to content creation, companies that won prizes, but also companies that have proven that they can make successful podcasts over and over again and generate revenue around those podcasts. So content is the core. That's the most important part. Management Mm -hmm. is very important, showing that you can actually do something with your content business-wise. And then we also like evergreen content so that you actually can use your content over and over again. History is a perfect example. True crime, documentaries, where you can actually listen to something today and you can listen to the same thing in five or ten years with the same level of excitement. That's the type of content that we like. And then, last but not least, we like companies that have the ambition to protect and keep as much as possible of their content in order to be able to do business with it onwards and in the future. So that's the main criteria, as I would say. Given one of your founders has got a TV background, do you see taking these podcasts and putting these to TV and film? Is that one of the roads to market? It, It could be, but it's not one of the main roads. I mean, we say to 
all the companies that we meet that it's audio first, it's podcast first. And if you're successful and you have something fantastic that someone wants to make television or film out of, that's great, but that's a bonus. That's the icing on the cake. We are almost a little bit worried about podcast companies that think too much of the possibility that everything will become television and film because that's not going to happen. That will be, I think, the exception rather than the rule. So when it comes to format development and how to make business out of your IP, we much more believe in that a great podcast in Finland could be translated to French and English and Spanish and be successful as a podcast in other territories. Right. So... Podimo, based out of Denmark, has a very similar model to you, although they acquire it to go into the Podimo app and then they look at translating that into multiple other different languages and countries. And they've stayed out very much until recently, the UK market. But what is it with Sweden? You've got Spotify, you've got Acast, you've got Podimo, you've got PodX. I mean, what's going on in the water over there? It's probably not for me to answer because it's a much bigger question. But you're right that, you know, starting maybe with Spotify and even earlier, there is a business culture here. Yeah, absolutely. There is a business culture here around technology that is, it's just here. And it's, like I said, I'm humble enough to realize that I'm not the person to explain that because it's a much bigger topic, but it's here. And yeah, I guess you have to have certain financial resources to be successful in building businesses and maybe especially global businesses within technology. And, you know, this part of the world is lucky enough to have a high GDP and good, you know, schools and all the rest of it. So social welfare and Mm. what have you. But it's, yeah, it's interesting that many companies come from here. But back to your first question there, we do not at Mm. all see Podimo as competitors. We rather see them as business partners because they are uh, commissioning content from several of our uh, companies. So they are really clients. I mean, they are coming to our companies and asking for content. We see them more as a platform and a distribution partner for the content that our businesses create. So did I miss something in the story of PodX? Did you do a funding round? Because obviously Podimo raised 75 million, which has allowed them to go and do what they're doing. You've obviously got backers, but, you know, is the backer a VC or a private equity? I mean, how much more can you invest you know, going forward? We don't know exactly how much more we can invest, but the company Carbo that founds us has a great backing. It's not private equity, but the money comes from private equity originally. And now it's a private office. And if they like what we're doing, they could invest a lot more. So, so okay. not, we're not going for any external rounds, trying to find money elsewhere. We have the financial backing that we need. So fast forward six months from now, I mean, more acquisitions on, in the pipeline? Yeah, absolutely. I think we will probably do, you know, two to four more acquisitions within that period. And, but we're also now going into a very interesting phase. And this is really where the work begins, that we want to deliver the advantages of being a products company to the companies that we have invested in the last six months. So we're now working hard with the business development, content creation, exchanging ideas, exchanging formats, working with IP and the legal side of things in order to not give everything away to the commissioners. So now it's really when the fun and the real work starts, when we actually have 
six companies in the group. So what's the exit strategy for Podex if there is one yet? Yeah, I like to say and to think that you should not think too much about an exit strategy. You should think <laughs> about building a fantastic business because if you have a fantastic business, you can keep it and live from the dividends. You can put it on the stock market or you could sell it. So the core of any business exit strategy should be to build a fantastic business. And that's what we're trying to do. I only mention it because Spotify and ACAS have both floated on markets mm. right now. And I just wondered if that's a natural evolution for you guys. It could be, but it could be keeping it or it could be selling it as a whole, or it could be the stock market, definitely. But we are really at a very early stage. We have just bought the first six businesses in the last six months, and we want to build a group to become bigger and more profitable and the leader when it comes to content development and IP creation and development of business around IP in the world for, for podcasters. And we are not there yet, so we have some more work to do. Stefan, thank you so much. Now, before you go, where can content creators and companies go to find out more about Podex? We have a webpage and they could email me or call me or I'm sure they could find us, but the, the webpage is a good start podexgroup.com Stefan, thank you so much for your time. Exciting times for Podex and I look forward to meeting Frederick in London. And thank you so much for talking to me, Sam. It's been great. Talk to you again soon.